Hey, 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 this is Janet Dalglish and welcome to the Empress Zone. I help smart, rebellious women like you get the most juice and joy out of their lives because you deserve joyful success, not success that's been achieved through struggle, sacrifice and misery. So if that sounds like something you'd like more of, listen on. So my friends, I'm sitting in a motel next to a building site at the moment. I hope you don't hear too many clatters from next door, but if you do, it is what it is. I wanted to share a little moment that happened uh, a couple of days ago um, that I think is such a powerful metaphor and a message for how many of us um, uh, struggle sometimes with one aspect of being an empress. So let me set the scenario up for you first of all. Um, there's a, a, a local woman to me who has been running this fabulous um, small women's only business networking coffee event once a month. And for the last few months, we've been in shutdown, so we haven't been able to do it live in person. We've been doing it by Zoom. And because it's at a time that where I often have a client, it, it, I don't get to all many of them. But when I can, I like to. And this was this wonderful woman, Dorothy, is actually leaving town. She's moving to a, another town about an hour's drive away. And so someone else is taking it over. And this was an this was her last one. So I was going to move hell or high water <laughs> to, to get there, to be there. So that's awesome. But because it hasn't been running in, the, in person for a while, it wasn't that busy. There were only seven of us. It was a really tiny group. And we were at this big not not huge table but the table we were at given at the cafe could have accommodated a dozen people so it was nice and spacious there was plenty of room we all ordered our beverage of choice there were you know coffee and lattes and uh, hot chocolates etc etc and one of the women there ordered tea and the way they serve tea at this particular cafe is a way I thoroughly approve of by the way I totally applaud this when I have tea, this is how I like to have it. Um, it. The rest of us had, you know, just a standard mug or cup and a in a saucer. So it, it took up about the size of a small plate in front of us. But the tea comes served on a big board. It's probably about 18 inches long. I don't know, actually. It, I might be exaggerating. But certainly it's big enough to, it's a big timber board, like a tray, and it's big enough to accommodate a teapot with tea and hot water in it. A second pot full of hot water so that you can stretch the tea, as my mother used to call it. Um, you've got a cup and saucer. You've got a little jug of milk. You've got a strainer with a little um, thing to hold it because the it's loose leaf tea, not a tea bag. Again, thoroughly approve of that. So it, this tea has a lot of paraphernalia that comes with it. And it all sits on this nice timber board like a tray and when this was placed in front of my friend my not the lady who runs it another lady who was there when it was placed in front of her she immediately said oh my god it takes up so much space and the thing that was so interesting to me is now don't get me wrong I absolutely hate cafes and restaurants where they have teeny tiny tables and massive gigantic plates and there is a genuine physical real estate issue where there is just not enough room to put everything on the table in that scenario I'll just use ask for an extra table because that's just silly um, but this was not that scenario this was a big table where there are only seven of us there was room for another five if there had been a genuine real estate issue we could have slid our chairs along and made space for her not a problem 
What's so interesting is that this is a piece of wiring most women have been exposed to from early childhood on. And the wiring says it's not okay for little girls to take up as much space as little boys. Or rather, there's a bit of wiring that doesn't happen to little boys. We've all been in that situation on public transport when we've got man, you know, the guys who do the man-spreading thing. There's nothing in their wiring that says... I need to be aware of other people's space. Their wiring has been um, implanted early on to say, you can take up as much space as you need to. Um, And some of them take it to extremes. Little girls are taught from a really early age that they need to confine themselves. They need to sit demurely. They need to sit with their knees together, for example, which has this effect, this physical effect of bringing us into our bodies, of tightening everything up, so that we feel constrained. And it's so subtle and so deeply wired in us that a lot of the time we don't even notice that it's happening. It affects everything about how we run our own lives, how we rule our empire, the empire of our lives. It means that there's a there's a, an almost automatic knee-jerk reaction to say or to think, I mustn't take up so much space. So it's really revealing. It's not, not that my friend did anything wrong. There's nothing broken here. There's nothing that's inherently she didn't do something inherently wrong what's very interesting though is this opportunity this moment in time that was an opportunity to just observe and to when we do it ourselves when we catch ourselves doing things like that it's an opportunity to notice it and then to ask the question is there any reason here why me taking up space could possibly be a problem Nine times out of 10, the answer is not really, (laughs) or just flat out no. In fact, 99 times out of 100. So when, you know, in the manspreading example, yeah, actually, you manspreading and taking up half of my space, yeah, that is a problem. But that, like I said, that is not that scenario. If we'd been at a teeny tiny table, then the big board would have been awkward. We would have had to move ourselves around and accommodate her. Not that that's necessarily, even that isn't necessarily a problem inherently although if that had been the scenario I would have asked for another table just because clearly we we needed more space but we didn't need collectively we had plenty of space which meant it was totally okay totally fine for her fabulous tea tray to take up as much space as it did there was not an issue here the only time that we have issues in these kinds of scenarios when we have these feelings of, uh-oh, it's going to take up too much space. And we know that there's a feeling here because it was, in, it was enough to impel her to make a comment about it. We do this all the time. And it's a fabulous opportunity to re-examine and reassess and, and pick a better thought, pick a different thought. So you, you could, for example, next time you catch yourself doing this, of kind of going, oh, I better, I'd better close myself in. I'd better make sure I'm not taking up space. Or you find that you're having this fabulous tea tray delivered and you want to say, oh, my God, it's taking up so much space. That's an opportunity to pause and to, and to ask that question. Is there any actual genuine restriction here that I need to observe? Because the answer is always up to you, by the way. In my world, if it's a teeny tiny table, I probably do try and accommodate. And you don't have to. Even that's a completely made up rule in my head that says, you know, I have a lot of planets in Libra. So 
Libra likes harmony and balance. So Libra would look at a table where one person has half the space and everyone else has to cram in. Libra would look at that and go, no, it's just annoying. <laughs> but even that's not a rule. That's just the way I process things. So here's the invitation. Next time you catch yourself doing or saying or thinking anything that makes you feel like, uh-oh, I'm taking up too much space here, re-examine it and be willing to put in some in place something better something such as it's totally okay for me to take up as much space as i need the world is more than big enough to accommodate me at my full capacity my expansion is a blessing to the world not a problem imagine in fact you can physically do it now i'm doing it as i speak dropping the shoulders shoulders back head up chest lifted that feeling of i can take up as much space as i want reach your arms out sideways if you're on a bus or a plane listening to this you might want to do that slightly differently but hey you can always just reach out sideways for a stretch and then come back to your normal position it's all okay <laughs> so this is my rant for the day based on a fabulous experience with a pot of tea and um, I hope it was useful. All right, bye-bye my sweets. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope this was useful or fun or interesting. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or comments, you'll find all my contact details in the show notes. Love you lots. See you next time.